Welcome to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast for new and upcoming entrepreneurs who are ready to stop living from paycheck to paycheck and finally achieve real financial freedom. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. I've been a solo attorney for 20 years, but in 2019, I began my search for the best sources of passive income. Now, each and every Friday, I share with you everything I've learned along the way. No fake gurus, no flashy Lambos, just real information that you can use today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Passive Income Group 360, the podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Michelle. If you're new to the show, welcome. And if you've been here before, welcome back. Um, today, I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about one of my favorite print-on-demand platforms, and that's Redbubble. So if you haven't heard of it before, Redbubble is a print-on-demand platform that allows you to upload your own design and have it printed and sold on tons of different products, from t-shirts to cell phone cases, throw pillows, socks, backpacks, duffel bags, jigsaw puzzles, a whole lot. And you can just upload one design and actually have that design printed on all of these different things. And one of the great things about, I guess, the print on, print on demand in general is that uh, once you upload the design and someone places an order, Redbubble will print your design onto that product and ship it out for you. So you don't have to worry about dealing with inventory or customer service returns or anything like that. They handle everything. And the downside is that because they handle everything, you receive a, it's a, it's a royalty but it's a relatively small royalty, um, you know, compared to what they actually charge for each item. But all you have to do is upload your design. It's free to join. It doesn't cost anything in terms of a monthly subscription. So you really have nothing to lose to try it out if you're interested in print on demand. And the other downside is that you can't contact your customers. So if someone makes a purchase, you can't, you know, get their email address to try to market to them later or to try to follow up with them to show them new designs. So that's another downside. But again, it's free free to join. It doesn't cost anything to participate. So I still think it's it's a pretty good deal. So if you're interested in selling something on Redbubble, and if you do create designs, even if you don't create designs, because there's so many ways that you can actually get designs from other platforms that, if you're interested in print on demand at all, I would definitely suggest you try Redbubble. And the first thing you want to do is go onto the platform and just kind of look around, you know, just get an idea or feel for the type of designs that they actually, um, that you actually can find on Redbubble. See if it's something that you are interested in doing or if they're designs that you're interested in creating. And just get a feel for the website if you've never been on there before. And just take a look around to see what types of products they sell. And if you think it might be a good fit, you want to create an account. And you put in your email address. You know, they'll ask for your address. Um, you have to put in tax identifica- uh, identification information so that you can get paid once you make a sale. And you can set up an actual uh, shop or a storefront on the website. So you can create a banner that has the name of your shop. And you can create a banner easily in Canva. 
actually, if you go to Canva and you type in Redbubble banner in their search bar, I believe they have templates on Canva. So you can just use a template and just kind of customize it with the name of your shop and whatever colors and other designs you want on there. So that's pretty easy. And then once you create that in Canva, you download it as a PNG or a JPEG, and then you just upload it as your Redbubble um, banner. Okay. So once you set up your shop, you can decide, of course, what, you know, what you want to sell. Do you want to actually have a niche where you just sell designs related to one particular subject? Do you want to create a niche where you just sell all types of things to people in a particular group? You know, meaning do you want to just sell, you know, dog designs, you know, everything related to dogs, or maybe focus on something like um, selling all different types of products to maybe nurses. So you can niche down in a lot of different ways, or you can just have a general shop because most people who purchase on Redbubble, they see your individual item and they'll make a purchase. Most people are not going on Redbubble to look at someone's entire shop. So it's not necessary to actually have a niche or a target. Um, but if it's something that you want to do, you definitely can. And so you'd set up your banner, you set up your shop with your name, and then you can set your royalty rate. So Redbubble gives you the option of increasing or decreasing the amount of your royalty up to, I think it might be 20%. Um, but their items, the base cost of their items, I think are a little pricey as it is. So, you know, look around to see, just to get an idea of what other people are or how other people are pricing their items. So you don't price everything too high. And if you're just starting out, you know, I would maybe just go down on the low side just until you get an idea of what's selling. And then once you get an idea of which of your products are actually selling, then I will go ahead and just maybe raise the royalty rate up a little bit because then you you have an idea of at least what um, types of designs you want to upload. And you can kind of scale from there just based on what's selling. But you do have the flexibility to adjust your royalty rate on the site, which is which is nice. You can also set up Google Analytics so that um, you can check to see what type of traffic you're getting to your items. You can see, you know, whether or not you're getting people to a particular t-shirt or you can see how many people are visiting your site each day. Is it increasing? Is it decreasing? And um, that's also really nice because a lot of these platforms, you can't necessarily connect it to Google Analytics, but with Redbubble, you can and Spreadshirt, you can um, as well. So you can do that. Um, you can also customize it in certain other ways. And once you go on the Redbubble site and you go under the dashboard, and you'll see on the top right hand side, if you're on the desktop, um, where it'll give you an option to check your settings and you can go through it and just really customize your shop the way you, the way that you would like. Now to get an idea of what products to sell, uh, I would suggest you go to the search bar and then just type in any letter. You can start with A. And what will pop up are different designs that start with the letter A. But then at the bottom of the search, you'll see like a squiggly arrow next to a search term. And that means that that particular 
keyword phrase is trending. So I would definitely start there. And I know, <laughs> I know you want to design things that you want to design. You want to create, you know, t-shirts and things that you yourself would want to buy. I know I, I, <laughs> I've done the same thing. I have ideas of things that I want to just, things that I just want to create. And so there's nothing wrong with that. But those things don't always sell the best. You know, sometimes it's better to sell what's hot or what's in demand at that moment. Um, if you're able to do both, that's perfect. You know, create things that you want to create. And then in addition to that, you want to look and see what's trending and, you know, just try to offer things that people are actually looking for right then. And a way to find out is to do that. So you go to the search bar, you can start with A, see what's trending for A's, go to B, see what's trending for B's, and you'll get a whole list of uh, keywords. But this make sure you look at the ones that have the squiggly arrow. Now, if the search term or the keyword phrase is popping up is something that's copyrighted, just ignore it. So if you go under M and you see something that says Marvel t-shirt, Marvel is copyrighted, I would just stay away from it. You don't want to have your shop um, penalized or shut down because you violated their, their terms. And it's also a good idea to look at their um, terms of use, the terms of service, um, and look at their community guidelines just to make sure that you understand what types of designs you can upload and which ones you can't. Now, they do have a fan art program that you can join um, where you can create designs centered around different brands, but there's a process for uploading the design for that particular brand. And so if you want information on that, um, you would just look, I think it's at the bottom of the page, look for something that says fan art program. And if you wanted to create graphics for something like um, the movie Jaws, that's something that's included in their fan art program. So if you wanted to create, you know, stickers of a shark with different um, sayings from the movie, you can do that. But there's a way to submit it for approval first. So if you see something that's copyrighted, don't don't copy that. Or if you get an idea of a design that's for a movie or TV show or personality, TV personality, movie personality, I would stay away from that. All right. Okay. So look at what's trending. Um, and then once you find what's trending, look and see how many results you get. So if you find something that's trending and you can see, you'll see on the page how many um, different designs come up. If 20,000 designs come up, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> even if it's trending, even if it's something that's popular, I wouldn't even try to compete with 20,000 other designs. Now, if you find something that's trending and you get 158 designs, that's perfect. I would definitely create something right away and upload it. So the fewer results you get, the easier it is for you to rank on that very first page. So just keep that in mind when you're looking for, um, you know, different designs. All right. Now, um, when creating a design, if you want to do something original, you can create something in Photoshop or Photopea, which is like the free version of Photoshop or Affinity Designer, which is what I prefer to use. Um, I usually use Canva for a lot of things, but 
for something like this, I would use uh, a different design program where I can actually create something um, that's a larger image. Because with Canva, you can't design something that's 4,500 by 5,400 pixels, which is what I would do. Um, so I use something like Affinity Designer. Now, if you are not comfortable creating a design, um, then maybe create something that's text-based. You know, just do something that has just words. If you don't want to do that, maybe go to a website like Creative Fabrica um, or Vexels and or Creative Market. Or you can buy something from Etsy. And just make sure that you have the commercial license to use it for print on demand. As long as you have the license to print, I mean, to use that design on print on demand products, you're good to go. Now, even if you do get the design, you still want to try and edit it. Um, not edit it, but you, you'd want to try to add something to it. You don't want to just download a design of a heart and then just put the heart on a t-shirt and sell it as is. Um, Vexels, you can do that. Uh, Creative Fabrica, I think, I'm not sure if you can do that with their elements, but if you can, um, you want to add something to it. Even if you download the heart twice and have them overlapping or just change it up a little bit instead of just downloading the design as is and then listing it. But just check the license. If it says that you can do that with their uh, print-on-demand license, then you're good to go and you're fine. And then you want to make sure that you save it uh, as a PNG image with a transparent background. This way, if you have, you know, you create something with, on an artboard and it has a blue background with the design on the front, you don't want to put that on a t-shirt because that blue background, that big square um, behind the design won't be attractive. So you want to make sure that you upload a PNG with a transparent background so it's just the design that's showing, not that rectangle box in the back. And then just upload it and you can add it to as many products as you like. You can adjust it as you upload it to make sure it's centered properly. You can you know, scale it to make it a little bit bigger. Um, now each product has, well, if you create your image that's in a large format. Like I do everything 4,500 by 5,400 because I also use those same designs uh, for the most part on Amazon merch. And those are the dimensions that they require for their t-shirt. So if you create something of that size, you're pretty much good to go for the majority of their products. But if you want to add your design to something like a tapestry, that's got to be large. That's like 8,000 by 8,000 pixels or something like that in order to cover the entire tapestry. There are also a few other items that have their own, actually each item has their own template that you can download so you know how to design for that particular item, like their duffel bag or their backpacks. You can download a template so you can really customize it to make it really unique and really make it the way you want it to look. So if you have a backpack, you can have the straps uh, one color. You can have the front pocket with a design. You could have the outer pocket with a different design. And you can really go all out. And all you have to do is just download the template. And then you upload that into your design software. And you just design on the template. And then delete the template. And you're left with a design for that 
for the backpack and you upload the design. And you can see that on Redbubble, you'll be able to see it before you publish it, how it will look. And it's pretty cool. Um, now, one thing that's really popular on Redbubble are the stickers. The stickers sell very well. So when you're creating a, docu um, a document, if you're creating a design that's got a white image or white text, those don't show up well on their stickers because the stickers have that white background. So if you do have a design that has white text or white background, you may want to just kind of do one version of that with black text or different color text and use that image just for the stickers because you can upload a different file for the stickers or for different products. You don't have to use that one design for everything. So you put everything else with the white background or the white text on t-shirts and you know, mugs or whatever else. And then the one with the black text or black background, use that for stickers. You don't want to just uh, disable stickers altogether because that's a popular item on Redbubble. And if you can, you want to create a sticker pack. And that's where you would, instead of just creating one big sticker, you would go into your design software and upload, I don't, I don't know, maybe six, seven, if you can. Um, I mean, it's, it's up to you, I mean, however many you want. It could be three different little images. And when you upload it into Redbubble, it'll appear on a sticker pack as four or five different stickers. So I have sticker packs there for Halloween where there are like five or six different stickers. One might be a jack-o'-lantern, one is a witch's hat, one's a spider web, one, you know what I mean? So that they're all of the same theme. And when someone looks for a sticker, instead of them getting one sticker, one big one, they're able to get maybe five or six smaller ones in one pack. And those are popular. So if you're able to do that, you could think of any kind of theme where you can just put a bunch of different, you know, smaller stickers on one pack. Um, that might be a good way for you to get started. And then once you've created your shop, you've uploaded your designs, you can share your, either your entire shop or you can share different products on social media. And it's really easy to do that. So if you go to your particular product, there's a gear that you'll click on and then you can just share your product and it'll t allow you to do it with Facebook or Pinterest. Um, and that's a good way to just quickly share your products. Now, if you have more time, you want to create uh, maybe a pin for Pinterest and link it back to the product or link it back to your Redbubble shop. Because even though Redbubble does market, they do market because people can find your designs on um, Google. They can find it um, on Pinterest and other platforms. So they do market your designs. But if you want to really optimize your chances of selling, you want to try to drive some of your own traffic there as well. Because if Redbubble's algorithm sees that people are coming to your shop or to your items to make a purchase, uh, chances are they'll be more likely to push your items to the front page because it's considered to be a little bit more popular than ones that haven't made any sales. All right, so think about that as well. All right, so if you're interested in print on demand, I would definitely suggest you try Redbubble. And I'll get into some of the other ones as well. If you're interested in hearing about Spreadshirt or Zazzle, I can talk about those. They're all pretty similar. 
Um, but they'll have their, you know, different little intricacies. So I will leave a link in the show notes so you can just click on that and it'll take you to Redbubble so you can go ahead and get started. And I'll leave maybe a link to the fan art program in case you're interested in doing anything for a particular brand. Okay, so if you have any other questions, of course, just go to the website, PassiveIncomeGroup360.com. If you have any suggestions or requests for a show, if a show idea or topic that you'd like to hear about, also PassiveIncomeGroup360.com forward slash podcast and leave that information in the comment box. I would appreciate it. All right, so uh, that's going to do it for me. And um, hope you're all doing well. Be safe, be healthy. And until next time, peace. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online. Until next time, peace.